I've just had the most wonderful conversation with Alison Creel. And if you know Alison, you'll know that she's an absolute powerhouse of enthusiasm and knowledge and experience and expertise. And she has just created a platform called Above and Beyond Education, which sounds like a combination of the best of social media. It sounds like Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn and Zoom all rolled into one, into a safe and professional platform for educators to use right across the spectrum of, of people involved in education. So I urge you to listen to this podcast and hear all about it. It's one of the most exciting innovations I've heard about in educational technology in a very long time. Listen to Alison share her thinking behind it, what you ex can expect to find on the platform, what it can do for you and your school and your children, and then join Above and Beyond Education. Welcome to the Pursuit of Wellbeing podcast. My name's Maria Brosnan. I'm the founder of Pursuit and your host for the show. This podcast is dedicated to providing wellbeing information, inspiration and support for teachers, leaders and school staff around the world. My guest today is Alison Creel. Alison was an inner city executive head teacher for nearly 20 years and a CEO for five years. She has a passion for social justice leadership, well-being, equity, inclusion, and diversity. She has a reputation for excellence in leadership, leading schools with high social challenges to be in the top 0.1% nationally. Alison now works nationally and internationally supporting leaders with the strategic development of their schools, particularly those in challenging circumstances. Alison is the founder of the newly launched Above and Beyond Education, a social media platform for all educators and schools to celebrate, connect, support, grow and collaborate to make every school into a great school. Alison, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for inviting me, Maria. It's really exciting. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm excited. I, I saw you post this about Above and Beyond Education, and I just immediately connected. So I want to hear about it. <laughs> Tell us what it's all about. So that feels like a really good starting point. Tell us about Above and Beyond Education. Well, it's called Above and Beyond Education because everyone I know of in education goes above and beyond what the job description says. Um, and uh, the logo, the branding, um, is an ampersand and it's deliberate. It's an ampersand because it's and everyone. It's not either or or some people are greater than the other. It's teachers and school leaders and governors and people who work from the outside. So consultants, innovators and all those amazing service providers who've all got this passion for education to come together and find each other. So I wanted to create a safe space where, one, we can celebrate what we're doing really, really well um, because there's nowhere to do that. We've got a lot of external validation, but we actually don't have a space where we can say, this is what I'm doing really well. I want you to know about this. Whether you're a teacher or a teaching assistant or whether you're um, at a school, We've all, we're all doing something brilliantly. And first of all, I wanted to create a space where we could do that and celebrate each other a whole lot more than we are at the moment. Um, and then I thought that from, from saying what we're doing really well as individuals, we can then offer to share what we're doing well with each other. So instead of competing, 
so that the children in your school do really well. You start to share your ideas so that all children can do really, really well. Um, and so it's really a place where we can all belong and feel welcome and feel celebrated, um, where we can share what we're doing, we can have conversations, we can join bespoke communities. So unlike Twitter, Twitter or other social media platforms where there's millions of conversations going on, you've got to kind of find out which space you want to be in. The platform has been set up so that there are groups and, and uh, communities where you can find the conversations you most want to contribute towards um, and join in those. We're quite strict, so everybody's got to have their real name. It's about professional conversations. And if you're going to have a professional conversation, you won't have a worry about letting people know who you are. I'm hoping that people will then support each other in having those conversations rather than pulling each other down, which we can see happening on other platforms sometimes. Um, and that hopefully means that we'll all feel vulnerable enough to be able to say, I need support with something or I'm looking for a collaborative partner. And that's where you can get the consultants and the innovators and service providers, maybe allowing themselves to be seen in a more transparent way. Um, and maybe those people being drawn into schools because of what they know, rather than because of who they know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was asked if I was to compare the platform to a media personality, who would it be? Oh, nice question. <laughs> yeah. And Immediately, I thought of Marcus Rashford because he's humble, he's open, he's got integrity, he's inclusive, he wants the best for every child. He's really self-assured, but he never casts shadows on anybody else's success, which I really love about him. And he's a team player. So it's kind of creating that personality through the platform. And we all become um, Marcus Rashford's in our own way. And together we become this big personality so that instead of me wanting my children in my school to be more successful than the children down the road because um, I don't want to compromise our ranking in the league table, this is about saying that if we all come together and become, we become collaboratively responsible for every child in every school uh, being successful, then that'll be much better. It's going to be better for all of us. And of course, it's been set up as an international platform. So at some point, we might see um, educators in, you know, further afield, and we can start having some global sharing, um, because there's nothing perfect in any one system. So every school has its own personality, and should be able to draw on lots of different ideas from different sources. I love the term you just used, used uh, being collaboratively responsible, because we see so much competition and the idea of collaborating for, for, the, for the good of children around the country, around the block, around the world, you know, it's, it's a really wonderful platform to build. And so, so tell us, Alison, what would this experience be most like that people might be familiar with? Um, there's an, it'll feel a bit like going into Facebook, I suppose, where you've got your wall. So what I'm inviting each school to do, each teacher, each um, whatever your role is in school. So there's a section for schools, there's a section for school staff, 
And then there's a section for innovative service providers and consultants. And each person will have a wall. Each school can have a wall. And you simply work up the three things that you're doing best. And you upload uh, a little video. I'm not suggesting anyone spends money getting videos done because we've all got smartphones nowadays. Mm -hmm. So it's literally just making, capturing or talking about something that you know. So if you were a school, you'd identify the three things you're doing well. And it may well be English, maths or one of the core subjects, but there's so much more success going on in school. So when I took on a failed school, even though it was a school that um, needed a huge amount of support from a range of different people, including me, there were things that were okay. And we never got to talk about the good bits. So in that particular school, music was fantastic. But everybody was talking about English, maths and science because those were the subjects that carried value. And for me, um, so it's a classic model of appreciative inquiry. So for me, looking at music and then saying, what's going well, what's so good in music? What can we learn from the way in which we're delivering music that can be applied to an area that needs to be developed so that you're taking the expertise with you rather than always starting from rock bottom. And so that's what I'm hoping schools will do and teachers will do and everybody else is not listening to external validation. It's saying, you know your school best, you know yourself best. What's going, what are you doing especially well that you're proud of? Put it on your wall. It doesn't matter what anyone else is saying about you outside because I know that you're great. I know you're working hard. So put it out there. And then you just have a really brief synopsis, synopsis about who you are um, and then uh, I think the thing that's going to be different is people might be looking for streams and streams of conversations going on. But the only way you can join a conversation is by joining a group or joining a community that you're really interested in. So, for example, if you're really interested in active play, there's an active play community and they be able, they'll be able to DM each other and have those conversations and share their passion. So the people who might go into those conversations might be people, might be consultants and innovators who do stuff around active play already. Or it might be a school that sort of says, we're really great at this and we want to go on sharing what we're doing. Or it could be a school that kind of says, I want to know more. We need to develop active play. So I'm going to join in that conversation so you then have the sort of collective coming together uh, to look at how you might do uh, active play in your school. And each of those communities um, will have the option to do DM, um, but there's also Zoom functionality that's already there. So you don't need to sort of come out to go onto another platform. Oh, really? Everything's there. So it's a bit like going into a staff room and sort of saying, are we going to have, you know, DM chat or are we going to look at each other and just connecting in that kind of way so that, that the concept is different. And all of that will be for free. But let's say you are, um, let's say you are an innovator who has come up with something around active play. You might sometimes host some meetings uh, where you share what you're doing and be completely free. But then you might sort of say, well, I'm going to start doing a monthly training. And there's nothing to stop you saying, well, I'm going to charge each person £10 for coming because I'm giving up my time. And any money that you make, you keep. So if you've got a side hustle, <laughs> this is the place. And the platform won't ask you uh, there's no percentage that's going to be asked for the money you make is yours 
Alison, this is brilliant because I, I go into schools all the time, virtually or in, in real life when, when that allows. But I often ask myself as a consultant going into schools, I see the same problems again and again and again and again. And I think, how do we join this up? How does, and I think active play is a beautiful example. Somebody down the road is doing that really well. How is this school then starting to reinvent the wheel and figure it out for themselves? And that goes across, you know, leadership challenges or, you know, all of the challenges that schools are facing. They're trying to reinvent the wheel every time. And, And what I've really loved about social media and Twitter in particular, that there can be a real call to arms, like, help, I've got to do this or that. And and immediately people will jump in with ideas and suggestions and link people together. So what you're proposing here with Above and Beyond Education is holding that in a really great place, like the best of all of the social media platforms into one place. It's genius. Yeah. So tell me, how how did it come about? <laughs> so first of all, I'm still coming to terms with uh, there's, a, there's something very weird going on in my life at the moment because I was always I was always I'm always a teacher that's never going to leave me and then I was a head teacher and then I was a consultant um, but it was always around education and now suddenly I'm the founder of yeah. of, a, of a tech company it's just like God how did you get into this place <laughs> I chose to leave headship because I wanted to leave something that would have a bigger impact and I started to think about how could I what, what were my frustrations as a head teacher I, there's an awful lot that I loved I have to say and as a teacher there were an awful lot of things that absolutely I adored teaching but we all know that it's a really really hard job and first of all the thing that I felt most frustrated about was losing voice as a profession we've lost voice and external agencies have more voice about what's going in our school, uh, in our schools, and it's a negative voice. And the reality is, I, like you, spend a lot of time in different schools and often schools who are facing challenges. And everybody is doing so brilliantly. Everybody's working so hard. Nobody gets up to go to fail. And when you go in, it's amazing how people are, you know, the shoulders are down and there's, there's a lot of embarrassment about we're not good enough. And the truth is that <laughs> there's so much brilliance going on in our schools every day, which isn't because it's not measured. We've got a very narrow de- definition of success. And so people are apologetic for everything that they're not doing at the cost of not celebrating everything that's doing so well. And my own experience as a head teacher taking on, um, so I went, so I had a school that was exceptionally brilliant. Um, and as soon as I took on, I, and I was the head teacher of this really, really successful school, take on a failed school and you become perceived as a failed head teacher. I wasn't. I was still the same head teacher, still doing the same stuff, still having the same challenges and same need for growth and having the same kind of success, but in two different settings. And I want that to change. Um, So there was that. So it's about finding voice where you can say, yeah, I know I've got work to do. We've always got work to do. But you know what? Let me just tell you about this. 
And so it's just bringing that buzz back into education. The other thing that uh, is difficult is that when you are, uh, when you have got a challenge, let's say you want to improve writing in your school, that can sometimes uh, sort of take you away from um, wanting to take risks because you need to, you know, there's this need for continuously, we've got this need for perfection in education. And the difficulty is, you're trying to be perfect in an imperfect system. Yeah. And so we're beating ourselves up constantly. And of course, that means that, you know, the whole thing about uh, perfectionism is that it really hampers success because it leads to the depression that we're seeing in education. It leads to the anxiety that we're seeing. You know, I had work addiction problems. Why is work addiction okay when other addictions aren't okay? Come on, addiction's addiction. Um, but because we've, we've got this, we're striving for perfectionism all of the time, it allows us to talk about work addiction like it's something to be proud of. And, of course, that means that we put ourselves on hold. Um, well, kind of, sorry to jump in, Alison. I, I just feel strongly about addiction, that any kind of addiction has at its root some kind of psychological need. So if it's work addiction, if it's shopping, if it's whatever the addiction is, alcohol, food, there's some unmet psychological need underneath it. But but I agree with you that in our society, somehow work addiction is not only tolerated, it's applauded. It's like, wow, you know, I work until all hours and, and I only get four hours sleep and I, you know, it's certainly not me, but, um, but you know, yeah. that's, that's celebrated in our culture. That, that was me. I was that kind of head teacher too until I hit the walls, which is why I spent so much time thinking about well-being, but also look at what it's doing to our pupils yeah. who think they're failures if they don't get three A's. When I was at school, if you got three A's, you were like, God, you know, people whispered about it. Whereas now, if kids don't get three A's, they feel like they're failures, even though they go on to be incredibly successful. There is this need to... to to, um, to be straight A's at everything and teachers. And so there's a fear of taking risks. And so if you are in a school that maybe wants to do things differently and you want to do innovation and so on, it's very hard to find innovation or because there's a risk when you, when you, when you start doing innovation. Um, but I was also very conscious of the fact that there are people who are doing incredible innovation for education at the moment and they're finding it hard to be seen. And it's a shame we're not listening to them all because the people who are doing innovation often are the ones who found something difficult in their system and have found a way to overcome a difficulty. Mm -hmm. So rather than listening to the very people that we need to get in to help us to change, we sort of say, oh, no, can't do anything differently because we need to stick to the Victoria methods that we've got because we know there's a proven track record of success, even though it hasn't led to success. So it's just like we're caught up in this quandary. So I wanted to find a way where we could find consultants who've got the best um, knowledge and understanding um, I wanted us and to just be able to find each other and support each other in a better kind of way. I was responsible for huge amounts of public money and I was very conscious of that all of the time. And so uh, getting best value was important. But the amount of time I had to spend looking for 
three providers mm. of governance services, of HR, of all of those sorts of things. It, it took a long, long time to get that roofing contractors even, you know, website developers and all of that kind of stuff. Finding three people to do what you want took a lot of time. And time spent finding those people was time away from teaching, learning, community building. So the, the other thing that I thought was if we had a section on the platform where people who provide services to school, could a school could say, I'm looking for a clerking service. Mm. And clerks can know that those schools are looking and they can put a bid to the school and the school is then in the luxurious position of choosing somebody who's applying to them rather than reaching out and waiting for endless quotes to come through and all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, when I, when I was looking for consultants sometimes, I'd go onto LinkedIn and Twitter. And that kind of works, but there's no way of knowing. There's no way of knowing who you're getting or what the work's really like. Whereas I think through the platform, there will be validation. So all of the service providers, the consultants and the innovators will get a validation from other schools so that you'll automatically know, ah, oh, I can ask so-and-so because I know they've worked in that school rather than my SIP said to go to this person, therefore they must be okay. Because that works kind of, but, you know, every single school is different and we all need to find the right person to help us rather than a mate. Yeah. <laughs> and so is the is the platform up and running and live now? Can people join? People can join. It's always going to be free for teachers. Well, it's always going to be free for school staff. And by school staff, I'm, I mean governors as well. So it's everyone, um, teaching assistants, learning mentors, teachers, head teachers. Um, the business managers will probably love it. Uh, you know, premises managers, trustees, governance, all of that's in there and they, they've all got a free account. And then it's going to be monetized by the consultants, the service providers and the innovators. But what they need to be mindful of the fact is if they want to start running courses and selling their services on the platform, it, they can. They, 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 they should be able to um, recover their fee. There's, there's no intention for us to be making huge amounts of money um, we just want the platform to, to run well. And then if anyone wants anything to be developed on the site, we'll want to do that. And we've already made a commitment to putting 50% of any money we make straight back into education. Wonderful. Alison, it's, it's so exciting. I'm so happy for you to have achieved this wonderful new platform above and beyond education. Is there anything you'd like to say just before we wrap up? Any final comments or points, invitations for our listeners? Uh, spread the word. Don't be frightened. To, don't be, I think we are very shy about saying what we do well. And we've learned to do that. And I suppose it's because we're really worried that someone will say, oh, but you're not so good at this, that and the other. Yeah. So let's flip the narrative and uh, let's stop being proud of us because, you know, I think our schools are great. I think that teachers are, well, by teachers, I mean everyone who's contributing towards teaching are just incredible. And I think lockdown showed us how our schools are actually the glue in society. So let's celebrate that. Remember how powerful we are 
let's think about perfectionism a little bit because what's the message that we're saying to our young people? We don't want them to be risk adverse. We want them to continue to want to grow and to try things differently and to share a bit more and to, you know, want to be parts of lots of meaningful conversations. So let's model that for them through the platform. Wonderful. Alison, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. I've been speaking with Alison Creel. You can connect with Alison on Twitter at Alison Creel, that's K-R-I-E-L. On LinkedIn at Alison Creel, her website is alisoncreel.com, but the main uh, Above and Beyond Education website is aboveandbeyond.education. Alison, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Real pleasure. Thank you for inviting me, Maria. Always lovely to talk to you. Thanks so much for listening. Now check out our website, pursuitwellbeing.com. If you enjoyed the podcast, please hit the subscribe button in your podcast app. And if you feel inspired, please rate and review it and share it with your friends. I love getting your feedback and learning how we can improve our program.